0: Welcome back to the behaviors and trauma in education podcast our goal for this week is how do we spread trauma-informed awareness and create a trauma-informed culture within our building you may have heard these buzzwords over and over and over again on different social media platforms people that you talk to in education our end goal is to have individual teachers who have strategies to meet the needs of some of these students who have experienced significant amounts of trauma Again, like we've talked about before, we don't want to understand what these students have been through because unless we've been through it as educators, we don't know what it's like and we can't try to understand it. But what we want to do is have staff members that are willing to listen at varying levels of our building and try to dive into how do we meet the needs of these students. So how do we do this? When I first started working with trauma and understanding what it was, My immediate reaction was, we have to get everybody to know what this is. We got to bring speakers in. There's so much good stuff out there. We need to educate our staff. And everybody's going to buy in when they hear that, when they just hear these great speakers. And so what I found out was yes and no. Number one, there does need to be an underlying foundation um, at a building level or a a district level of what trauma is and what the words you're gonna use in communicating with district employees is in regards to trauma. So whether that's a building day, um, PD, four-hour session, a couple-hour session, a district-wide PD, what are the buzzwords we're gonna talk about and what's our underlying foundation of what trauma is? Because a lot of the times when we hear these professional development people come in, they use lingo and that lingo allows everybody in the school to use that verbiage and the things that that speaker said and it allows us to use that in conversation so people can correlate the things that we're trying to do. When I when I scaled back and talked to some of the people that were kind of pioneers of trauma within our school district and people that I've networked with, they they were in the same boat. They thought we got to bring people in, we got to we got to go talk to everybody, we got to tell everybody what we know, and what they found out was that is not even close to how you reach a trauma informed level in your school. What they found was you reach trauma-informed and have a trauma-aware culture one person at a time. And by doing this, you really create authentic relationships and you see change a lot more immediately when you're in the trenches working with these teachers on authentic plans and problem-solving situations on, on specific students that they have within their classrooms or whatever climate they have them in. And when you have these one-on-one conversations teachers start to have a toolbox they create a toolkit of different things that they can do and they start telling other teachers what they can do and then they tell the next teacher and before you know it it's one person at a time and it may take years to do this but teachers start talking about and they start buying into the strategies and what we're trying to do and some of the things that we've talked about in previous podcasts one of the strategies that i've had a lot of success with and that we have at our school is every school seems to have a PLC time, a team time, at whatever level, elementary, middle, or high. And one of the things that we've really tried to do, um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a case manager through special education, so I go in, I got a caseload of between um, 10 to 20 students, varying, and I go in and I talk to my school teams, because uh, I'm at the middle school level, and I go in and I talk to them about my kiddos. Bi-weekly is the goal. That's how often I try to go in and talk to them. Um, If you're at the high level or the elementary level, you may not have team time. This might be a time where you go in and meet with department PLCs about different students on your caseload. By doing this, it opens up that authentic conversation for starting to spread that trauma awareness and that trauma-informed education, the strategies that we've been talking about, the different things, adding tools to the toolbox. When I go into these meetings and I go into these PLC times and these team times, I have a couple things that I wanna do. Number one, before I even open the door for teachers to ask me questions and say things that are bothering them about the student, I paint the background and talk about the history of the student. Now, I don't talk about this to get the teachers to feel bad for the student, but I talk about it so the teachers are aware of what the student has been through and by doing this i immediately see because a lot of times teachers are aroused and in a heightened state too from all the things that they're having to manage in their classroom the behaviors and all this stuff and by kind of painting a picture it allows and i just see teachers overall the way that they carry themselves kind of relax and understand the reality of what some of our students go through after i paint that short background of where the student went through where they are today I then kind of let open the door and I offer an opportunity for teachers to voice frustrations, talk about concerns, talk about where they're stuck with this student. And then before I start problem solving with the teachers, I kind of paint a picture in collaboration with the team on where's our realistic end goal for this student, because every student's trajectory is not going to be the same. Every student's trajectory, especially students that have experienced significant amounts of trauma, isn't going to be to go to the highest level college and get a degree. Their goal may be to even finish middle school and get through two years of high school. Their goal may be to get their GED and get a decent paying job someday with their GED. Trajectories are so much different. And when I, when I was able to kind of paint the picture and teachers were, under, were able to understand where the student came from, And where our realistic goal is for that student to get to the conversations that we had were so authentic and awesome conversations to have because the teachers were willing to dive into what what do we need to do to get the student to that point. We understand the student is not the typical student. So what are some things that we can do? And in having those conversations and giving the teachers different strategies, and by no means did any of the strategies work right away. It may have taken three to four different strategies, different things to try because every student's different, every student responds to things in a different way. And so when we were just continuing to have that open conversation about things that we're trying, and the cool thing that I saw, and it was kind of one of those moments where I was just able to sit back, was... Teachers started trying different things on their own, and then one teacher would say, yeah, I tried this with her, or I tried this with him, and that worked, and they're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to try that, and right in front of me, I was able to see that this is what trauma awareness is about. Teachers were able to understand the student. They were able to understand the goal for the student, and they were able to bounce ideas off each other, and that's where I was starting to see the trauma awareness and trauma-informed education take place. And by doing that, I was able to create a relationships and a lingo and a dialogue between teachers. And there was a trust there where the teachers trusted me and we were all we all had the same end goal for the student. We were all on the same team. It wasn't this student is a, a, a stinker. We got to get him out of my classroom. It was, okay, we're going to grind this out. Here's strategies. Mr. Real, this isn't working. What else can I do? And boom, boom, boom. We kept trying different things and pretty soon it worked but it just created that one-on-one relationship with that teacher to buy into what we're trying to do the other thing that i found some pretty great success with was when i have these school teams and these plcs that i work with and i only do this with the teams that i work with and have that relationship and have kind of been through the trenches with them with these students and we've seen the good and the bad i send weekly articles out to the team leaders and the plc leaders asking for them to send it out to their teams and by doing this these are different articles that are access accessible to everybody on social media that's mainly where i get them from different articles from the pioneers and leaders in trauma-informed education on twitter on facebook and i just look through some of the scholarly articles and different things that they talk about and different things going on with trauma around our country and different parts of the world and i just send a a five to ten minute article and i give it to the teacher or i give it to the team leads and ask them to send to their teachers and it's a voluntary piece of information for them to read i ask them to not force it upon their teams but rather it be a resource one of the things that i found in working with these teams and creating that dialogue is that they truly people don't know what they don't know these teachers didn't know what to do with some of these students because they were never exposed to the the curriculum or the ideas or the intervention strategies on what to do with some of these students and so I wasn't allowed to get mad when these t- teachers didn't know how to respond to my students, when they didn't have the exposure and the resources to what they need to, to better meet the needs of these students. So when I sent these articles from, I mean, now we're at 10 to 20 different people and trauma that work with students, they have exposure to so many different networks and resources, and it helps them to just, again, I like using the word toolbox, open their toolbox up and have so many different things to try for different behaviors and different types of students. And by doing this, it allows the teachers to really buy in and have their, can kind of make their own craft. They have access to these resources now, and the teachers ultimately are exposed to different things that they can do to better meet the needs of these students, and I found this to have a great success. I hope that some of the things that i've talked about have really helped and given some ideas of what you can do but again the the number one thing is spreading trauma within a school is those small group those one-on-one authentic conversations problem solving with students talking about our end goal how do we get to our end goal and when we do that we're all a team we're all in it together we all got each other's back and i was really able to see some of the shift and using some of the strategies that we've been talking about for the last couple weeks, take off. Thank you.